You're tuned in to the Hello, Maximize Her podcast with Cara Barker. Thought-provoking topics and discussions that will help uplift, encourage, and inspire women from all walks of life. We invite you to visit our website at carabarker.net for more info and daily inspiration. And now, welcome your host and life coach, Cara Barker. Hello, 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 ladies. Welcome back. My name is Cara Barker, and I am the CEO of Empower Her Life Coaching. I'm also the new podcast host for Hello Maximizer that can be on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. So we are now going to jump into part two of our faith series. Last session was on water walkers. Now, if you did not get a chance to hear that message, it was fire. So definitely go back, listen to the first message so that it will complement our current session today, part two. Part two is faith it until you make it. Yes, faith it until you make it. Well, since we're talking about faith, ladies, I would not be fitting for me not to read a little scripture. And so today's conversation, I'm going to seal it with the scripture found out of the book of Mark, Mark 5, 25 through 34. It's a little lengthy, so just bear with me, but it has tremendous power. All right, let's go. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors, and over the years, she had spent everything she had to pay them, but she had not gotten any better. In fact, she'd gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus, so she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe, for she thought herself, if I could just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately, the blood stopped. And she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Jesus realized at once that his healing power had gone out of him. So he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, look at this crowd pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? Then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. And he said to her, which is my favorite part of the scripture, he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. Woo. I want to stop right here, ladies, and I want to really think about the fact of he said, daughter, you are because of your faith, you are healed. Go in peace. Isn't that amazing? Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. I want to stop right here for a moment because it had to take tremendous crazy faith and courage to press through a crowd knowing that you had been bleeding for over a decade right and can you imagine all the petty people that probably remembered her from the neighborhood that said what in the world is she doing here why is she walking walking around doesn't she know she's unclean 
And can you imagine the level of isolation and the feeling of being alone for over a decade because you were dealing with a condition that was not getting better? But what I love about this woman, ladies, is that her mentality was, I don't care what I need to do, why not me? Why can't I be next in line? Why can I not change my circumstances? Why can't this man that I've heard that has been healing people, thousands and hundreds of people, why can't it be me next? So it comes a point of time when you must have to muster up enough strength to say, I am tired of these circumstances. I am tired of this environment. I am tired of being small. I am tired of being voiceless. I am tired of being unhealed and depressed with anxiety and depression. I am tired of it. And so it takes a tremendous amount of bold and courageous faith to say, I'm about to make a pivotal moment here. I am about to draw upon the promises. So if you think about it, in the word today, the word is still, no matter it's 2000 years ago, the word is still relevant. If God could be there for Moses, why not you and I? If God could be there for Noah, why not you and I? If God could be there for Esther, why not you and I? If God could be with the woman at the well, why not you and I? And back to this story, ladies, and a few gents out there, if God could be with the woman with the issue of blood, why not you or I? So imagine, ladies, can you just imagine if you were as bold and courageous and desperate as this woman to push forward to your dreams and aspirations, what would change? Could you imagine if you just decided that you were going to put your faith into action, what would change? What if you were after the same energy that you went after, the same energy you had when you were trying to get that item on sale at a Black Friday sale? What would change? Can you imagine how the lives would change around you if you went after God with blind faith? So sometimes, ladies and gents, our fear can truly cast a shadow over our faith. Our fear of failure, our fear of judgment, our fear of embarrassment. And so I can I be a little transparent with you? Because I think this, this story, this personal story will resonate with some of you all. So many of you all know I'm in a new role um, within my job. And so over the past 90 days, I've started to feel a little uncertain. I started to ask God, what in the world? Why did you bring me into this role? The results have been, they were moving in a great direction. And then they started to kind of slow down. The results that I thought I was going to be able to get instantly out of this team just was not there. And I continued to start feeling overwhelmed. My the thoughts in my mind were starting to chase. I started to get to a place of familiarity, which was fear and anxiety. And I started wondering, okay, God, 
Why did you bring me here? What are you doing? This is too much for me. I need to find another job. (laughs) Quite frankly, I need to find another team. This is a wrong place. I'm in the wrong season. What did I, God, why have you forsaken me? Okay, that may be a little bit drastic, but I don't know about you all. How many of you all go through that negative self-talk and that chatter and the whispers that start to make you doubt and start to make you question where you are, who you are, and where you're going, and who you're becoming. And so God had to tell me, it was so clear and easy, that said, Kara, it's been a while. He said, Kara, it has been a while since we've chatted. Now I'm gonna say this, because God kind of tells me in just clear ways of saying, you know what? Kara, you are are all after God when you were writing this first book, Hallelujahs and Hiccups. You were all after God when you were getting excited about getting into this new role. You were so after God when you were writing all these reading plans. And now you're in a new role and you started to misprioritize your time. So I had to go back to the basics, ladies. I had to go back to the basics of getting back into that prayer closet, that familiar place where God met me in that first moment when I started to journal and write my book. So when you think about it, over the past 90 days, one of my favorite things that I've been saying is, Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus, I need you to take the wheel. And what that means, ladies, is basically surrendering yourself, your motives, your ideas back to God, getting back in alignment to make sure that he is driving you, he is leading you, and you are following his promises. So you got to know this. God is so much bigger than our fear. Bigger or small, God is always greater. Queen moves. Queen, your power is unmatched. Your significance is undeniable. Your faith is your strategy. As queens, we must stay engaged in prayer and in the spiritual battle that overtakes enemy forces attempting to prevail against our families, our jobs, communities, and our nation. Through prayer, purpose, persistence, and praise, you can win this battle. Being aware of the real battle at hand should be the priority of every woman and every queen on God's chessboard of life. Queen Moves, a five-day reading plan by Cara Barker, now available on YouVersion, the Bible app. You're tuned in to the Hello, Maximize Her podcast with your host and life coach, Kara Barker. When you fake it, or when you're faking it when you make it, is pretending that you're something that you're not. In fact, you're living in a false reality. You're seeking to deceive others. You are acting like you have it all together. You're missing out on your blessings because you're not being vulnerable to being listening to the Holy Spirit. On the contrast, when you're faithing it, right, you're doing the, the absolute opposite. Faith is not pretending, ladies but truly believing in what God can do and has done and will do. Let me say that again. Faith is not pretending, but truly believing in what God can do, has done and will do. Faithing is complete and totally trusting in God. 
even in the circumstances that may seem difficult or may seem unbearable, God still won't fail you. Instead, it is a perfect opportunity when you are dealing with craziness or uncertainty or doubt or worry is to put your faith back in alignment with God, the one who created you. But let's keep it real, right? Let's just keep it real. If we can be have faith in the seats that the, the actual chair that I'm sitting in, that it's going to hold me up. If I can have faith in the pilot that's navigating the pot, navigating the plane. If I can have faith in my supervisor, my circumstances, my children, my, my spouse, why can't I have full, transparent, unshakable faith in God, the creator? But let's be serious, right? When we think about faith, it is not always easy, but it is, it is important to be able to operate with your fullness and you're maximizing your fullest potential. Faith is important to help you reach your fullest potential that God has destined for you. So I think it's important. You know me. I always have to come up with some tips. I like tips and tricks and, and, and practical ways because it allows me to put things into action. I probably am a little type A. I, I don't know. But I like to be able to get some practical ways so that you can start thinking and marinating on these ideas as well. So I want to give you five practical ways that you can elevate your dreams or your ideas today by using faith. Five practical ways faith can help you make it. Number one, faith gives us the insurance we're not on our own. Let me just tell you this, launching my own company was crazy and it was fearful. And I say crazy because it was out of my natural abilities to do. I could not do this alone. Yes, we all have talents and skills, but this venture was so much bigger than writing a book, actually creating a business plan, a vision statement, a mission statement, getting certified and licensed. That was big, but it, it allowed me to know that if I exercise my faith, I was no longer tapping in my own abilities and capabilities. I was tapping in my father's abilities. Faith number two, practical way, faith helps you dream big. If you dream something that you can do on your own, it's not a God dream. God is not going to um, try to elevate something that is so simple and basic. When you need something that is bigger than your own imagination, that's when you know God and he's that God-like kind of faith, right? To take it to the next level. Number three, faith gives you creativity. I'm telling you, it's imagine how you can start thinking and coloring out of the lines, thinking outside of the box, is faith gives you a level of creativity. You know tapping into God is like tapping into a stream of creativity that will exceed your natural abilities. I mean, think about it. It took a lot of creativity to imagine creating a peacock. Have you ever seen a peacock? It's like a bird with a massive feathers of beautiful mosaic colors. Only God can create that because I don't know any man that could create a peacock that will look as magnificent 
as that, that bird or that creature. Number four, faith gives you purpose. When you think about faith is sealing your purpose, your vision, what you were intended to do, what you were made for, what you were made um, in the essence to do. Faith gives you purpose. And number five, faith helps you sell the vision. While it's possible to achieve this on your own, having faith in God can make the process easier by reminding you of your self-worth and giving you the confidence that God wants to bless you and your, your business or any venture. So as you wrap this up, I wanna, I, I'm curious if you saw the parallel. If you notice that there is a direct link between having faith and having courage. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. Imagine that. Just having the ability to do something that frightens you. So as we wrap up this chat, if our faith is strong, we'll be strong and courageous, bottom line. But if our faith is weak, we will lack the courage we need to stand strong as children of God. So ladies and a few gents out there, I want you, I want you to be courageous. I want you to be a risk taker and risk this right now is I want you to try something different this week and just begin to exercise those faith muscles and seek God like you are your dreams, your life, and your purpose depends on it. I want to say that again. I want you this week to seek God like your purpose and your dreams and your vision solely depends on it. So if you feel like you don't feel like believing, you don't feel like believing, I want you still to believe. When your teenagers are wilding out, doing things they shouldn't be doing, I still want you to have faith and pray. When you don't know whether you should take the job, stay in the job, look for something else, I want you to have faith and pray. When you don't know what to do in your relationships and your marriage and whether to say, I apologize, I want you to faith, have faith and pray. If you haven't gotten the hint, there is power, ladies. Yes, there is power when you exercise your faith. So today, yes, today, hear me when I'm saying this, surrender it fully to God this week and see what he will do. I'm asking you, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? But I can tell you there is so much, so much you can gain. So thanks again for tuning in. I hope that this was a great power punch lunch brunch session for you. Hopefully you found some great parallels for you to see that it's, it takes strength. It takes courage to have faith. But believe me, if you bring God back into the center of that equation, there is no stopping you now. It is your moment. So let's try it. Try believing and have some crazy, crazy faith this week. Thank you guys. God bless and have an amazing, amazing day. You're tuned in to the Hello Maximize Her podcast with your host and life coach, Kara Barker. 
we invite you to visit our website at carabarker.net for more info and daily inspiration. The Hello Maximize Her podcast with Cara Barker. Life is not a sprint, it's a marathon. During this race, we all have to go through different challenges, obstacles, and roadblocks. But take comfort in knowing you don't have to do life alone. Cara Barker's 100-day prayer journal, Hallelujahs and Hiccups, is packed with daily motivation and encouraging messages that will inspire you to reach your God-given potential. We will all experience hiccups in life, but it's how we respond to life's unexpected curveballs that will determine our ability to bounce back. Hallelujahs and Hiccups caters to women from all walks of life. Whether you're an executive in the corporate arena or a high school student, this daily dose of spiritual inspiration will help you navigate through life's daily challenges. Hallelujahs and Hiccups by Cara Barker. Order your copy today.